0: presents Toxic Tuesday with your host, Treg Wilson. Hey everybody, welcome back to Toxic Tuesday. I'm your host Treg Wilson at Treg 33 on the uh, Twitter dial, I guess you could say, and uh yeah, here I am and here you are and here we are. What are we going to talk about this week that everyone hasn't already been talking about? 3 weeks to the trade deadline and uh, here we are. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about what it's who should be traded? Who should be traded? Where the Habs are, they had an important weekend. They needed four points out of the back-and-back back against Florida and Columbus. They got two, uh, which is about what I thought they'd get. I, I I thought they'd win one of the games. I didn't think they'd win both. Uh, and then now we have, uh, let's see, now we have, you know, talk about, you know, let's blow the team up, fire everyone. Are we rebuilding? Are we going forward? Are we whatever? I've talked about a bubble team before. i talked about a winning culture. Uh, people are complaining about the minutes some of the players are getting and, you know, how these players should be in the minors and not in the in, in, in the uh, NHL, and then they're all good, solid points. Uh, what I'm going to bring up here today is I'm going to talk about uh, Kovalchuk, Tatar, Petrie, and those type of guys that are going to be traded. We've talked about this before on Habs Unfiltered. Everyone's talking about it. It's all over the place. It's all over Twitter. Um, in my opinion, Kovalchuk... Uh, if we can get a second-round pick for Kovalchuk, I say trade him. If we get it, you know, go right ahead. Yes, he's bringing a lot to the team. Yes, he's doing whatever, but, you know, he says he's, a, he, he's he's happy here. He says he enjoys it here. He says he wants to stay, but he also says he wants a two-year contract. He also says he wants to win a cup. Uh, is he worth a two-year contract? The guy's like, what, 38 years old? It's going to bring him into 40 I mean, everyone's already complaining that Weber's too old and that Price is too old, and they're only 34 and 32. So, really? Like, do we want to do that? Yeah, he's that finisher. Yeah, he does whatever. He had a hot start in Montreal. He wasn't good in L.A. Mind you, he wasn't playing on the top line. And uh, having said that, is Kovalchuk just a product of the fact that Montreal doesn't have anybody else? Now, if Montreal had a healthy Gallagher and a healthy Armia and a healthy Byron, Kovalchuk's not even there. Uh, or even a healthy Druin. And when Druin comes back, where is Kovalchuk going to go? Gallagher's on the first line. Uh does Kovalchuk play with Domi and uh Druin? Well, there's a terrible defensive line, but uh you know, like where is he going to go? Where's where is his and his production is it going to stay up to around a point per game? It's not quite a point per game anymore, but uh you know, he's he's, he's around that realm with Montreal, but is it the fact that he's that type of player now and still, or is it the fact that Montreal doesn't have anybody else to do that, to put on those lines, to put there? I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy has skill. It's brought excitement to the city. He's brought excitement to the team. The team is playing great. Uh, uh, The game against Florida is probably if not the best, the second-best game this season. I like the one against Washington as well. Uh, And then the game against Columbus, well, uh, mistakes happened, and it led to goals. Paling uh, made a mistake uh, that led to a goal. Uh, Weber made a mistake that led to a goal. Price made a mistake that led to a goal. Now you're down 3-1, and you end up losing 4-3. So minimize those mistakes, and Montreal won that game. Um, But they happen, and the Paling one's going to happen. He's a rookie. Uh, and, you know, Weber makes mistakes. You know, everyone makes mistakes. Uh, it, can we blame them? Well, I guess we can blame him for, for that one. But uh, really, does it, you know, yeah. So I guess that's what I'm looking at. Can we can we really blame whoever's doing it? Sure, you can, because he made the mistake. But that's what happens in hockey, you know, and you overcome it. Uh, so when it comes to Kovalchuk, I don't know. I don't know if teams are actually going to really want to give up a second-round pick or, or some of the a first-round pick or, or may, maybe you're only going to get a third or fourth. Uh, if that's the case, I don't know. Keep them, I guess. Uh, get the third or fourth. Montreal has, what, 10, 11 picks in this draft. Do they, do they really need any more third, fourth-round picks? I mean, I think they have, what, four or five fourth-round picks already. Uh, I don't think that we need any more. It's not really going to do anything for us unless we pile them together and trade up in the draft or get something. Um so really Kovalchek to me is an enigma. I like him there. I don't think you're going to get much form return. A second maybe. Some people are saying a second. Uh I d- I don't know. Do I see a second? I, I I really don't know. It's 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 tough to say. Uh but uh yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see a second or not, but uh it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh other than that, if, if we keep him, we keep him great. If we don't, trade him, maybe try to sign him in the offseason. But I think once he's traded, I don't think he's going to come back. I mean, yeah, he loves playing in the city. He seems happy here, but I don't know. I think he's going to go where the money goes. That's where a, a lot of players tend to do, especially at that age. He's going to go where the money is, and if not for the money, he's going to go where the, where the cup is or, or where he thinks he can get a cup. And that's basically where he's going to go. So wherever he thinks he can get a cup or maybe where the money is. I don't know. Maybe he will stay in Montreal. I really don't know. I really like him. I like his energy. I don't know where he fits going forward once everyone's healthy, and depending on what they do in the in the off season. And I don't know if he's going to keep this point thing, point per game, or, you know, 10 points and – Twelve games wherever he has now. I don't think he's going to keep that up. So we'll see. We'll see. And I know a lot of fans are happy about it, and they want as much as they can. But I, I, I don't see the the uh, I don't I don't see it. I don't see the return being a second round pick. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not an expert. I don't know. Uh, DM me your thoughts or tell me I'm crazy. Uh, when it comes to Tyron Petrie, I would definitely not trade Petrie. And the reason I won't wouldn't trade Petrie is if Montreal. Does start losing games. They're not going to lose every game. They're they're not going to go, you know, 29 twenty nine oh and twenty nine, and they're not going to go twenty nine and zero. Uh, they're probably going to play. I think they're going to play around six hundred hockey. And if that's the case, if that if that's what they're going to do, is that if that's the, what they're going to play six hundred hockey, then they're probably if they drop, they're probably only going to drop about two spaces. So they're not going to get into the top five. They're not going to get into the top three or whatever you want to call it. What they're probably going to get into is maybe a top 10 pick. But if they play 600 hockey, that also gives them a chance to, you know, maybe move up a bit. I mean, Nashville only has 55 points. Chicago and Winnipeg only has 56, although Chicago's playing very good lately. Uh, so if Montreal plays like I think they're going to play, I think they're going to play around 600 hockey, when six. You know, I think they're going to win maybe 29 games left. I think they might win 15, 16 of them. Uh, They're 10th right now. Uh, They could move up to 12th. They could move whatever. Now, if they don't play 600 hockey and say they play 400 hockey, well, then really there are 55 points. The Sharks have 48. I only see them maybe moving down to 7th or 8th. In the, in the thing. I mean, yeah, sure, it gives them a little bit of chance of getting a better pick, but I still don't think they're going to get a top five pick. So, really, tanking, the odds of tanking and, and getting that first round pick are probably worse than the odds of them winning the next 22 of the next 29 games and making the playoffs, which isn't happening. I don't care what you think. So, trading Petrie right now, especially if the team wants to make the playoffs next year and some of the fans confuse me because they go on about how you can't trade Tatar, You can't trade Kovalchuk because they're too important to the team. We don't have that score. We don't have this yet. They don't think Montreal is going to do anything anyway. So I don't understand why they're. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that argument. Um Tatar's going to be 30 in his contract year, which is not this year. His contract year is next year. So it'll be the following year. Uh, He's 29 now. He'll be 30 next year. Then he'll be 31 when he starts his new contract. Do we want that? Uh, I don't know. The man's uh, never scored more 30 goals in a season. He's having a career-year season right now. And again, is he a product of the fact that Montreal doesn't have anyone else and he's playing on that top line? Or is that top line just really good and making him good? Uh, I like Tatar. I wouldn't mind him staying, but I'm not going to overpay for Tatar. When uh, the team is, I think, two or three players away from uh, being that solid playoff team close to a contender. Um, so unless you get for Tatar something, what you get in the patch ready deal, then uh, no, no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't trade Tatar this year. And uh, but I, I would maybe in the offseason. Or I would uh, maybe closer to trade deadline next season, depending on where Montreal is. Because uh, next season, if they're in a playoff spot and they're looking pretty good, then maybe he's that rental that they don't have to trade for. So that's what I say. Him Petrie's a definite hell no. I wouldn't trade that guy for anything because you're going to have a major hole on the right side. Uh, once you trade Petrie, Christian Foline is the guy that takes his spot. So now on the right side, you have... Mete, he's playing on his wrong side, uh Christian Foline and Is that it? Uh Mete, Christian Foline, Shea Weber. So you have Weber and then nobody. And that's it. So now you have a left side of Sherat, Scandela, and Kulak, with a right side of Mete, Foline and Weber. Well, I guess you could bring up Flurry. So you have Fleury, Foline and Weber. But uh, again, Fleury's a rookie. Flurry's only young. Uh, then you have Brook. He's coming up. Uh, but is he an NHL guy? He didn't make it this year, and I thought he was the one that was going to make it this year, but it ended up being Fleury. Uh, you got Romanov coming in maybe next year, but he's on the left. And then who do you have? So you make, that's two major holes now. Now your defense is going back to what we had a few years ago when you had the, the Benz and the Ulets and the Alsners and the Schlemkos and stuff. So yeah. yeah. I mean if Jules if and gets healthy maybe. Maybe maybe that's a good one. If Jules and gets healthy. But if not, we're uh we're screwed on the uh on the right side if we trade Petrie. So I don't think Petrie's a good trade right now. I think uh, we keep him and see what happens at the trade deadline next year. Maybe maybe size an extension in off season, or maybe he's another off season deal where we can get a really good pickup and get maybe a quality defenseman back for him that's just younger. Uh, yeah, so that's what I got to say about trades and trading people. To me, unless you're getting a second round pick for Kovalchuk, even then, I don't think he's going to get a second round pick. I really don't. I mean. I know everyone in Montreal thinks, oh, look how he's playing, he's worth a second pick, but every GM's going to look at his overall year, his age, and all that kind of stuff, and that's when they're going to decide whether or not he's worth the second-round pick. I mean, maybe we'll get one, maybe. Uh, Tatar, the deal to me for Tatar, he's the easiest one to move, but I would like to have a deal something similar to the Patch deal before I get him out. And Petrie, to me, is a no-go. No, you're leaving a, a too big of a hole if your plan is to make the playoffs next year, then uh, trading Petrie would be just probably one of the worst moves that Bergevin's going to make. Unless it's again, unless you're getting something back that's going to replace either cover the left-handed hole or cover the right-handed hole. But then, either way, you're you're patching one side and you're you're robbing Paul to pay Peter. So. Uh, that's the way I look at it uh, so anyway uh, I'm going to go to a commercial break uh, when I come back I'm going to talk about a contest that we're doing Habs Unfiltered uh, I'll start it on this show and there's a there's a catch to it because uh, yeah we really like you guys you want us to, we want you guys to listen to our shows and I hope you guys really like us um, yeah and I'm going to address something that was brought up that I don't do enough of and I'll do that in the second half alright thanks for listening <laughs> Have you ever needed a fragrance that matches your every social media post? Well, if you're on Twitter after dark and feel a little angry, you can wear Fire Berkey. This fragrance is available on every social media site. Fire Berkey. On every message board. Fire Berkey. So when you need to smell like your social media accounts take a bath, Fire Berkey. You'll need no other fragrance. back toxic Tuesday with me your host Greg Wilson so uh yeah we were beating a dead horse with all these trades and everyone's talking about it and I had my piece and now it's done uh so as I said before the break I was going to talk about a new contest and address an issue that a fan had with us so the contest is you can win a Jonathan Drouin fungo pop from us Habs unfiltered um but you have, this is the trick. So here's the trick. So what you got to do is follow Habs Unfiltered, uh, tweet and uh, you know re- retweet and like uh, when we put the picture of the Funko Pop and tell about our contest. Uh, follow uh, Matt Smith at Snakebite350, Blaine Puffin at Potsy underscore seventy, and myself at Treg33. I mean, if you want, that's not you know you're not going to win the contest just by doing that. But uh, and you have to listen to Today's show, Talks at Tuesday, and listen to Habs Unfiltered on Friday, because what's going to happen is that Habs Unfiltered on Friday is we're going to say a certain word during our podcast, uh, and we're going to make sure you know that this is the word by doing whatever. Uh, and then you have to DM at Habs Unfiltered and let us know what uh, the word was, and uh, we'll pick a random person of all the people who got the word right. And you'll win the Funko Pop on, uh, I'll, I'll announce the Funko Pop winner on my show, Toxic Tuesday show, uh, the following Tuesday. So I guess we're baiting you into listening to our shows, and uh, why not we? I think we have a pretty good show. Uh, we've been told that we're the most um, non-biased show that uh, some people have listened to. We, we give both sides of the story, and we just try to uh, tell you about this. But I have one fan who's upset uh, that uh, we don't swear enough, we're not unfiltered enough. And all I have to say is that fan is, fuck you. Fuck you all to hell, and I hope you fall in shit when you go outside. And falling in that shit, uh, yeah. That's all I gotta say. There. Is that enough swearing for you? Uh, (laughs) I don't really mean all that, but I just want to get all the swear words out. So, again, thank you for the request for us to, but uh, go fuck yourself. Alright, so, now that that's out of my system, uh, let's continue on with, uh, something that's going on on Twitter that kind of bothers me. This whole... People going on about there's no plan. Uh, there is a plan. It may not be the right plan. It may not be a good plan, but there's a plan. The plan is to build through the draft, uh, create a younger, skilled team, while also uh, uh, content or being competitive and trying to contend for the playoffs. Uh, I've been saying all year and uh, that this is a bubble team and that uh, everything has to be perfect for this team to win. This year, injuries piled up. And I get it. Everyone's going to come say, oh, everyone got injuries, but Montreal doesn't have the depth. So here's what Bergevin has to do. He has to create the depth around the young players that he has and uh, have this team uh, to make the playoffs or be a playoff team. Um, We kind of have depth now that we sent all the young guys down. Uh, So they're kind of our depth. They're going to learn out of Bouchard. Now that Kotkinemi and uh, Fleury are gone down, I, I would assume Paling will be down before the end of the week when Druin comes back. So hopefully... He's not flying to New Jersey, but hopefully he'll be ready to go Thursday. Um, So, yeah, so you can't have it both ways, right? You can't make the playoffs every year and think you're going to build a contender. So sometimes you're going to miss playoffs. Now, mind you, I kind of like to look at it this way. If we weren't injured, we'd be in a playoff spot now. Even if we won half of the 16 games we lost, we'd be second in the Atlantic point-wise. Uh, even if we won four of those 16 games, I'm talking about the 2-8 game losing streaks, we'd be tied for a playoff spot. They'd have games in hand, but still, we'd be be more in the hunt than what we are now, which is not at all. Um, so, and then I go back to last year. We just made it out. I think the second or third team in the cap era never made the playoffs. Uh, the year before, sure, we we tanked. We, we were horrible that year. And then injuries. injury, You know, so... Three out of those four years isn't wasn't a result of the team being terrible, it was just a result of the fact that it didn't have the depth to cover for injuries or to cover for uh to, to make this team sustain a winning percentage to keep them in the in the playoffs. So that's what needs to be worked on. I believe we're two or three players away. I believe we're a power forward and I believe we are a top uh a left handed defenseman, a top four left handed defenseman that can puck, move the puck and skate well. Not Mete. Mete's not top four, but like a player that can really, you know, eat the minutes, score the, you know, get the points, play well defensively, play well offensively on the left side to complement uh, either Petrie or Weber, whoever you want to put them with. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but we need that top four left-handed defenseman. We need that power forward and the fin- we need a finisher. That power forward can be the finisher. I don't care who the finisher is. We need a finisher. I think we have a 1C. I think that's Suzuki, I, I, or Dan, I think Deneau right now is a 1C. Uh, he doesn't get 70, 80 points a game, but man, that guy is amazing. If he's not at least in the top five for the Selkie this year, I I won't be surprised, but I'll be upset about it because I think he should be there. But, uh, so yeah, I think we're just two or three pieces away. Are they in the young guys who are coming over, Romanoff and Caulfield? I don't know. They, they haven't played yet. They they Everything I've seen and read and heard about them, I'm going to say yes, not right away, but yes. Um, I'm hoping for Romanoff next year. Caulfield, Caulfield, I'm good with him staying in uh, Wisconsin for another year, and I'm good with him if he does not playing in Laval for a year. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay if he makes the Habs team because if he comes out of the uh, preseason... As a guy that should be there, if he beat out other guys, that then, then he deserves to be there. So that's my opinion on that. Anyway, uh, moving forward, this team is not going to make the playoffs. Can we stop that whole nonsense now? Uh, and this team, if they're going to trade anyone, it's going to be Cousins, Wheel, Pekka, Thompson, one of those guys. I uh, don't see. Maybe Col- uh, Scandella and uh, Kovalchuk. But Tatar and Petrie, unless something crazy comes by that he can't refuse, that's the only way Tatar's going. Petrie shouldn't go at all. And I said that in the first half, Just so I'm just recapping here. Uh, so that's my show, basically. Uh, just remember, on Twitter, everyone has a difference of opinion uh so not everyone's right or wrong but some opinions are just better than others because they're backed by actual information and you know they're not just an opinion so if you're out in the tweeter land or out in twitter or facebook or wherever you do your hab stuff just remember i mean i'm not always right everyone else isn't always right but just try to listen to the people that back up what they say with actual facts and stats and stuff like there's a lot of stuff going on out there where people are just going in circles just oh we gotta you know we gotta tank and rebuild we gotta start over and scratch everything well we right now are almost there we're almost there like i say if everything's perfect we're in a playoffs uh so right now we just gotta put the depth in put added a couple pieces if we throw everything away and rebuild right from the start you're another five years away so if you're going to complain about missing four or five yet you're not going to look at what that four or five missing playoffs is actually producing which is building the cupboard which we never had building the prospect pool building our depth which we don't have then i don't think you're paying enough attention that's my opinion like i say i'm not saying i'm right i'm not saying you're wrong just look at it this way missing the playoffs sure it sucks but the Habs for 20-some-odd years have been going to the cap. And this is another thing I hear all the time. Oh, we never spent for the cap. That's why we're missing the playoffs. Well, I'd rather not spend to the cap just to make the playoffs only to be put out in the first or second round than, you know, I'd rather just miss the playoffs and not spend and have that money. We have a lot of guys we got to sign. Deneau, Domi, uh, Gallagher, um, Mete, uh, Emmy, Paling. The, li- the list goes on. We have a lot of guys we got to pay in the next two years, so if we keep spending to the cap, we're going to not only going to handcuff ourselves, but what what's it going to produce? We're going to make the playoffs. We're going to get put out in the first or second round because we don't have the depth, because we don't have the finisher, because we don't have the left-handed defenseman. And then you're going to go, oh, this team's mediocre. This team's no good. Well, spending to the cap just to make the playoffs is mediocre. That's a mediocre hockey team right there. Now, some argue, well, if we get in, anything can happen. You're absolutely right anything can happen. But is that what, how you want to live by your year? Oh, if we make the playoffs, anything can happen. I would rather have a team where we're a playoff team. We should go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like Tampa last year. They didn't, but nobody's seeing them going out in the first round. We sh- We should have a team where we know we're going to make the playoffs, and then we should be one of the top Final Four, if not the winner. That's how that's when you start spending to the cap when you know you're going to make the playoffs now you need to spend to the cap to get those gaps guys in there and get those guys in there so that we can sure ourselves make it through the playoffs right now spending to the cap you're just wasting money to make a mediocre team that might make it in the playoffs and, th- and that's my opinion like it's been a couple years now we haven't spent to the cap and i'm okay with that however we're that close once we get there all right bergevin start handing out the money and getting these other players in so that we can make it to the finals. So that's all i got to say. That's Toxic Tuesday. I don't know how toxic it was for you. I swore. I hope that makes some people happy. And, uh, I'll... Hopefully you'll tune in on Friday for the secret word for our Habs Unfiltered contest. And hopefully you'll tune in next Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday after Valentine's Day after you got all your lovin' in with your significant other. Um hopefully uh, you'll listen in and we'll we'll announce the winner. So Habs fans, I hope to God that everyone has a great, safe weekend. I hope everyone's happy and enjoys everything, even though, you know, being toxic is okay, too. So anyway, that's all I have to say. I'm just rambling now and going on because I'm trying to pick out a song to end here with, and I'm not sure what I'm going to go with. Let's see here. Hmm. Let's go with this one because it's, I don't know, I really like it. Anyway, guys, have a good night.